What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Nerd Nostalgia Podcast. In today's episode, you're going to find Irvin doing a solo episode and talking martial arts, kind of. And when I say martial arts, I mean Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. We had the trailer drop, so we're going to discuss that a little bit. We're going to talk about who Shang-Chi is, some of his background, and where you can kind of find his stuff. From there, we have something else that's dropping this week. We have Mortal Kombat coming out on HBO Max April 23rd, if I'm not mistaken. So that's kind of sort of martial arts, right? And so I want to discuss the possibilities of those. We'll go into depth with those. But then we're also going to discuss some other options, some other ones that could be made, other franchises, other IP that could be made into shows, TV, etc. All right, as always, please head over to Apple Podcasts, drop that five-star, tell your friends, family, coworkers about it, help us grow this audience. We appreciate it from the bottom of our heart. All right, y'all know the drill. Before we get started, here's a quick clip for you to enjoy. I'm Miho Nishizumi, and this is Nerd Nostalgia Podcast. And thanks for stopping by, Panzer Vore. Oh, and fuck you, Brian, with an I. <laughs> Welcome back, welcome back, all my nerdy nostalgites. Thank you for joining me on this episode. So, like we mentioned in the intro, like I mentioned in the intro, rather, not we, because the boys, I have yet to be able to link up with them to do another episode. We are still trying to link up. Everybody's schedule's just been kind of hectic, and babies, and kids, and jobs, and all that jazz. But, rest assured, it's going to happen. I'm just uh, going to get it set up with them. It's, it's all a matter of timing. But today's episode, let's go over some stuff. So the three big things that we're going to cover today, and I already mentioned it, number one is going to be Shang-Chi. We're going to discuss who Shang-Chi is, his premiere, you know, comic debut. Uh, we'll just go a little bit of history about that person, about that character. We'll go into Mortal Kombat, talk about the excitement, what we think is going to happen. They've dropped a couple other things that uh, I'm excited for as far as that's concerned. And then finally, we're going to cap off with is this the start of more martial arts movies as far as, you know, video games, comic books, like that intellectual property that's available that's out there? Are we going to see a shift into it? Because there's definitely a few that I think could be made into great shows. Uh, they're going to be pulling from nostalgia from, you know, the 80s, 90s. So let's get into it, guys. Let's start off with Shang-Chi. Who is that? Okay, so if you were unaware... Today, Marvel dropped the trailer for Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. This is going to be a movie that's coming out, I think, in September, September 22nd. Don't quote me on that, but I want to say it's later in the year. It's a movie that they have that's come out. It's part of the next phase. It's going to be one of the younger characters. And actually, Disney and Marvel specifically, right, has invested a good amount of money into some newer characters. They're going this route with adding in a little bit more diversity into their cast, right? So we have, you know, Black Panther and that crew, that was part of it. But you also have a slew of different Asian characters that are there as well. And along with it, I think Miles is eventually going to make his debut, which this is just going to help broaden their viewership, broaden their demographics, the more races, the more inclusion you can have, the uh, the greater that pocketbook is going to be because you're going to have all these different people coming to see someone that looks like them on the big screen, which I think is funny. It took them this long to do, but you know they're, they're getting it done. And so with Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, 
I wanted, I knew about this a while ago, but I wanted this to be a, essentially a Bruce Lee meets Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon with a little Marvel flair. And based off of the trailer, I'm all about it. I'm in a group chat with a couple of uh, friends of mine. They come from all walks of life, you know, black, white, Hispanic, Asian, Mexican, like everybody, right? And everybody was on board for this trailer. They were there. They were about it. They were like, I don't know who this is, but this looks dope. And so, if you haven't seen the trailer, spoiler warning, you know, earmuffs, skip ahead until we stop talking about it. But in this trailer, it's basically what I just described. It's Bruce Lee meets Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon with what I believe and like to call and refer to as the Marvel little sprinkle on there, the Marvel formula. Everybody says there's no formula, but there is a formula. Like you, you can recognize a Marvel movie, and this is no different. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the formula is, but it's out there. It exists. So it's exactly what we were looking for. I'm going to play a little clip of the trailer that debuted today. Boom, and we're going to stop there. That was, uh, it's a quick clip too. It's only about two minutes and 20 seconds. I gave you about 40, 45 seconds, something like that there. And it's it's very compelling. You could already tell the, the premise of the story that they're going to go with. It's a redemption thing. One of my buddies in a different group chat was saying that it reminded him of the League of Shadows from DC. There, He was like, where's Ra's al Ghul? This is the feeling that I'm getting. But I feel like that's pretty much every... Like Ninja, you know, like the Foot Clan from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You have the Hand and Iron Fist. You have Ra's al Ghul's League of Assassins, a.k.a. the Underground Society. He's the demon's head of that, right? Whatever. Um, yeah, th- these are all going to be very, very similar. And so I feel that's why my buddy, shout out, uh, don't forget about his podcast show, Ryan, was the one who said that, that that's, that's the feeling he got. But it's very understandable just because of the fact that that's pretty much the uh, the MO for all those, you know, clans, ninja assassins and all that kind of stuff. So not too, too far off. But let's get into it. Let's talk about who Shang-Chi is, what his debut is, and just kind of a little bit of a history about him. So you're more familiarized going into the movie. So Shang-Chi is also known as the master of Kung Fu. Uh, people also refer to him as Brother Hand, but I personally, I only ever hear it referred to as the master of Kung Fu. But he's a fictional superhero that was, I think his debut was Marvel Edition 15. 
I actually won one from um, a buddy from the Instagram comic book community. Shout out to Comic Talks, Justin. I appreciate that. It's actually out uh, in CGC being graded right now. So super excited to get that back. I'm hoping for a, for a good, decent grade on that. But it was a free book and I appreciate it. He was having a giveaway for his YouTube channel. So go check him out. Comic Talks on IG. His name is Justin. Great dude. He's actually doing a big auction tomorrow on 420. So make sure you check it out. Anyways, back to back to our boy Shang-Chi. So it's a Bronze Age era superhero that was created in what this is a very long title. They end up changing this, but it's Special Marvel Edition, The Hands of Shang-Chi, Master of Kung Fu. Yes, that is correct. That entire sentence that took me about 10 seconds to say, that is the entire title. So they eventually change it to just the Master of Kung Fu, which makes way more sense. And so hence the name Master of Kung Fu. That's, that's his biggest thing. Some of the uh, teams that he's affiliated with are going to be the Five Weapon Society, obviously the Avengers, Agents of Atlas, that's the big new one. Go Google that. It's actually a lot of different Asian characters. They kind of combine. Very interesting. Very cool. MI6, Marvel Knights, Heroes for Hire, Secret Avengers, Protectors. Um, he's He's been in a lot of, a lot of different ones for sure. Another one, another notable character that he's going to partner with is Iron Fist since they're both doing martial arts. They're both martial arts masters. So one can just assume that they're going to end up linking up together. But let's do a little bit of history about uh, Mr. Shang-Chi here. He was born in the Honan province of China. He's the son of Fu Manchu. Yes, correct. The Fu Manchu. There's a whole rights kind of thing that happened back in the day with that. Very interesting. Look that up if you want. I'm not going to get into details about that. I could do a whole episode on that probably. Um, But yeah, the, the Chinese mastermind who has repeatedly attempted to world, you know, to conquer the world. And he just has that thirst for blood. So... His mother is actually a white American woman genetically selected by his father. Shang-Chi was raised and trained from infancy in the martial arts by his father and his tutors. Believing his father was a benevolent humanitarian, Shang-Chi was sent on a mission to London to murder Dr. James Petrie, who his father claimed was an evil and threat to peace. Was an evil person and threat to peace. After successfully assassinating Petrie, he encountered Fu Manchu's archenemy, Sir Dennis Nayland Smith, who revealed to Shang-Chi his father's true nature. After confronting his mother in New York City for the truth, Shang-Chi realized that Fu Manchu was evil. Shang-Chi fought his way past Fu Manchu's C-Fan assassins at the Manhattan headquarters, telling his father that they were now enemies and vowing to put an end to his evil schemes. So it would seem that our hero has to atone for the sins of his father. Speaking of his father, it's going to be Wen Wu, the Mandarin... Uh, it's going to be played by Tony Lung. So when we was Shang-Chi's father, uh, we've talked about how he's the one who, you know, has been raising his son to, to create him. I don't know if you caught it in the clip. He's like, I've been training you since day one, so no one can hurt you, to blah, blah, blah. So he runs the organization known as the Ten Rings. They're the bad guys. Now, we kind of saw this back in the day in Iron Man, but there was like a loose interpretation and just, just, just not good. So we're going to skip that that even happened and this is the real deal so the character itself um kind of new just there there is no comic book origin to it so it's definitely new it's kind of made up um the trailer does kind of show you that Wen Wu um has taken a lot from Fu Manchu right so Shang-Chi's original father from the comics but I think because of those copyright stuff that we were talking about, I don't think they can uh, actually do that. But I don't know. They can borrow from it, I guess. So anyways, he's meant to take over the Ten Rings and become, you know, the next 
I don't know, dictator, world dictator, whatever it is. Obviously, the son is good and doesn't want to do that. So that's what the story is going to be about. So that's one of the characters that's in it. We have Katie, played by Aquafina. Um, it's she's going to be the the comedic relief to this. So she's another new character. We don't really know much about her, and I don't want to go into it just because I don't know, and I, I don't want to talk out of my eight butthole. Uh, um, we have Jia Ling, played by Menger Zhang, uh, playing Jia Ling. That's uh, Shang Chi's sister and the Mandarin's daughter. Uh, the character was originally to be named Fa Lo Su, the uh, the same name as her comics equivalent, but it looks like they re redid this. So this is all kind of news to me. I wasn't aware that they were rebranding some of these characters. So that's that's pretty interesting. Um, she was pretty much raised at the right hand of the Mandarin. Uh, whenever she wanted to leave, but went on to leave the Ten Rings when she attempted to subvert her father's control. In the film, she is similarly estranged from her father and will partner up with her brother to take him down once and for all. Razor Fist. Razor Fist is a villain sporting fantastic fighting skills and steel blades for hands. He is a brilliant martial artist and mercenary. So that's one of the enemies that's on there. I want to get to, this is the one that I wanted to get to, to Death Dealer. So the trailer introduced what looks like to be another one of Shang-Chi's rivals from the comics, Death Dealer. Death Dealer's real name was Li Ching Lin, and he served as a double agent with an MI6, while also being one of the closest confidants of Fu Manchu. He ends up betraying both Shang-Chi and Fao Lo Su, uh, returning to their father and becoming one of the Ten Rings' deadliest warriors. So it looks like they're going to keep the Death Dealer's identity a secret, only showing him you know, fully, fully in his ninja attire uh, with the black and white face paint. So those are really the, the major characters. I'm sure as time progresses, we'll see some more. But those are definitely the ones that you want to be on the lookout for. So make sure you... Uh, I don't know why I just switched into that accent. I apologize, everybody. But yeah, no, those are the ones that you want to keep an eye out for. There's going to be other ones that are introduced, I'm sure, as we get more trailers and that kind of stuff. But I'm excited for this movie. It's exactly what I wanted it to be. I, I have been saying forever that... Marvel switching over into the subgenres, and this is going to be another one of those subgenres. This is going to be a martial arts Marvel superhero film. It's going to be Bruce Lee meets Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon with our Marvel formula sprinkled on top. And it's exactly what, based off of this trailer, it's exactly what we anticipated. And so I'm actually hoping Black Widow is a little bit more spy-esque, uh, a little bit more James Bondy, if you will, if that's a if that's an adjective that we can use. And so I think they're going to start switching into these subgenres. And on that topic, subgenre, we have a video game movie that's coming out here in a couple of days. Mortal Kombat coming out on HBO Max and in theaters. If you already have your flu or flu vaccine, if you already have your COVID vaccine, go support your theaters. Uh, they're on the brink of going extinct. To me, going to the movies was a big deal. I loved going to the movies. I still do. It sucks that you have to pay like $67 for, you know, a piece of popcorn. But aside from that, it's always fun. Just sneak stuff in and you're fine. But um, you didn't you didn't hear that from, from me. Don't sneak stuff in because it's against their policies. But do it anyways. It's okay. I won't tell anybody. Anyways, guys, with, uh, with the theaters, you know, go support them. Put them back into business. Um, it's just something to do. It's a pastime. It's an American pastime. I don't think, I don't think it's going anywhere. It's probably going to evolve into something else. But I digress. 
Mortal Kombat comes out this freaking week. How exciting. How exciting. So, so far, it's gotten a 7 out of 10 on IMDb, 62% on Rotten Tomatoes, with 93% on Google. Regardless, for me, this is going to be dope because Mortal Kombat is one of the games that I grew up just playing forever and ever. Up until, I would say, PlayStation 2, I think I stopped playing. Um, one of my favorite games, though, was Mortal Kombat versus the DC Universe, and that was super cool. That was a really fun game. I don't know if anyone ever played that, but that was a pretty dope game. So it's coming out on the 23rd, which is here in four days. I will more than likely head to the movie theater to go watch it, just because I think this is one of those movies that you have to, you know, have to see in the theaters. And then I'll probably rewatch it here at home in the uh, in the comfort of my own home as well. So I'll have both options, and that's the awesome thing that HBO is doing for all the people that were pissed at them for doing, you know, the direct to home stuff. I fuck you, like. They're just doing what they need to do to survive. And so sending it directly to people, having them be safe at home, that's perfectly fine. You know, that was their choice. But I just dislike the people that gave HBO shit about it because it was a, it was a decision that they needed to make and they did it. Anyways, I'm going to go on a tangent with all that. Let's get back to Mortal Kombat. It's really interesting because the cast... Number one, we didn't see Johnny Cage. I think I recently saw him in like an article... And he is there. I was like, okay. And then the story is kind of shifting from it being about Liu Kang, which, you know, in, in the original movie, that's who it was about. He was the quote-unquote hero, the savior. But it looks like this is going to be more of a team effort, which makes sense. That's what it should be. But it's shifting a little bit over to Sub-Zero. Uh, it's going to be a Sub-Zero versus Scorpion kind of story, which is fine. I'm curious to see how they're going to do it. But uh, all the main characters, I think they're going to kind of flip it and do something else, do something different. Which it'll it'll uh, it'll it'll be interesting. We'll see we'll see what ends up happening with that. So we have a few different people. We we still have you know iconic characters like Sonya Blade. We have Melina in there. Scorpion's obviously in there. Scorpion played by Hiroyuki Sanada. You'll remember him in The Last Samurai. He was the samurai that was an asshole to uh, Tom Cruise. And kept beating him up, and then like the one time that uh, that they drew, like instead of losing, they actually landed at a draw, and like he like bowed to him like out of respect because they were homies at that point. He's like, okay, I respect you now. That's him. Great actor. Love him in a lot of stuff. We have Jax that's going to be in this. Kano, uh, Natara, Raiden is obviously in this. Shang Tsung is going to be there. Kung Lao. A lot of characters that the that they're bringing in. So very excited to to just watch this movie and have that nostalgia kind of play from, you know, from a kid. So we'll see. We'll see what uh, what it does. Also, on HBO Max, fun fact, there is a Mortal Kombat animated show. Very gory, not meant for kids. So if you have kids that are under, I would say, 14, probably don't let them watch this because there's a lot of uh, goriness and, you know, cussing and all that kind of stuff. So probably don't let them watch it. But really, really good for you adults that do like that stuff. Make sure you watch it. It's a, it's just a good watch, perfect watch before the 23rd here in a couple of days. But on that topic, that was a video game movie, right? That is a video game movie that's going to be coming out. And so to me, that just opens up the the genre, the capabilities for all of the IP address, all the IP addresses. That's what I was about to say. All the IP that's available out there that 
can match with this. If it's successful enough, I think you could see a slew of different things coming out. Number one, obviously, if Mortal Kombat's coming out, you can easily transition into a Street Fighter movie as well. We are long overdue for something that's actually good because the original Street Fighter is a hot piece of garbage. I will still watch it because it's got my boy Jean-Claude Van Damme in it, um, and it's Street Fighter, but it is a very, 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 very bad movie. But I think that's uh, that's definitely one of them. Another one that I'm going to name drop on y'all, and as soon as I say it, y'all are going to be like, whoa, I had totally forgotten about them. So it stars our boys Jimmy and Billy Lee. Yes, the red and blue, the double dragons, the twin brothers that didn't know they were twin brothers, separated at birth. They're fraternal brothers, actually, is, is what it turns out to be. But uh, yeah, man, I think uh, I think you could do a double dragon movie if you're going to be doing Mortal Kombat. Street Fighter could be easily next. Double dragon on the cusp there. But the absolute number one that I think has just as much legs as Mortal Kombat, more than Street Fighter, more than Double Dragon. Double Dragon, I was just kind of throwing out there for fun, is going to be Tekken, man. I think Tekken has such a rich history that you can you can do something just completely based off of the uh, Kazama family line um, and just go off of that. And I think I think it would be amazing. Now, how you would do it is is going to be a little bit different. Like I'm curious to see how Mortal Kombat's going to do it. But do you do a tournament? Just like Mortal Kombat. Do you do something else? Um, I don't know. I don't know. But they there's there's a lot of story that I think you could pull from Tekken. I think that's definitely one of the uh, one of the top ones that they can do. And of course, there's a couple other things out there that has a lot of history as well, like Soul Calibur that you can do. That's a, another big one. Oh, I'm trying to remember the name of uh, Virtual Fighter for Trey. That one's for you, Trey. They could, I guess, do something on that. Probably not. But those are the big ones, man. Let me know what you guys think. Are there other fighting video games that uh, that you think could definitely be on there that would make a good either show and or uh, movie? Specifically a movie, right? But yeah, those are my picks. You're going to have Street Fighter. Street Fighter 2 is arguably one of the greatest video games of all time. I played that hours upon hours with my uh, cousin Robert my sister and and my brothers as well. So those are definitely, that's definitely one. I think Double Dragon would be a stretch. It's possible. I think there's enough story. I mean, they they did a terrible movie back in the day and I think they can make something better than that. You know, the bar's set very, very low. So I think you can definitely build up from that. And then of course, um, you have Tekken, which I think is definitely the one with the most legs. So that's it, guys. Um, Thank you all so much for joining me on this episode. I wanted to go over Shang-Chi, talk about Mortal Kombat, and then some of the other potential IPs that are out there that, you know, a couple of smart writers can jot a couple things down and present to some, uh, some suits out in Hollyweird and get it going. So that's it. That's my take. Let me know what you guys think. Please head over to Apple Podcasts, drop that five-star, tell your friends, family, coworkers about it. Again, just help us grow this audience. We absolutely love doing this with you guys. I'm excited to get you some stuff here in the next uh, couple weeks and uh, to meet up with the guys and and do some more episodes for y'all. All right, have a wonderful day. And remember, stay nerdy, my friends.